Welcome everybody to the JK Sports Podcast. I'm Juan. And I'm Kyle. And uh, welcome back to another uh, episode of the JK Sports Podcast. Welcome back. Good to have you. Welcome back. Um, been a little while since our uh, last podcast, but um, I want to start it off a little bit, Kyle, because differently, um, usually it's college football season, NFL season, a lot of good things. Um, MLB World Series, um, NBA has just started as well, but the golf season, yes, golf underway. season has been underway, and there's been um, they're playing in Japan. They're playing in Japan. It started yesterday, um, and there's a guy by the name of Tiger Woods leading the tournament. Yeah. First of all, it's called the Zozo Championship, Zozo. which is a fantastic name, and it's in Chiba, Japan. You've been to Japan, Juan. Did I you have. go to Chiba? I did not. I went to Tokyo. Do you know where Chiba is? In Tokyo, in Japan. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know where it is. I, I, no. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so your boy Tiger's over there. He, Tiger. He's had a big week. This, I mean... What, from what I've read and, and seen a little bit, he was, I mean, the crowd was, it was almost like the Masters, right? People were following him just all around. Big Tiger crowd in Japan. Yeah. Big Tiger They love him over there. They love him. Um, and he started off three over through yes. the first three holes. Yes. And then turned it on. Turned it on. Got the putter hot. Got hot. it. Hot, you know. He said, um, after the first three over, they asked him about his mindset. He goes, I, he just thought, if I could get, let me get to even par through nine holes, and then we still, we still got a chance. Right. He ended up being minus one after the first nine holes, and that's when he knew. Right. That's when he knew something special was going to happen? Yeah, exactly. So Tiger Woods, he's got 81 career PGA tournaments. Um, to the second round today is um, postponed because of rain. Right. So um, Tiger is one win away from tying Sam Snead for most PGA Tour wins ever. Right. Ever. Do you think he's going to do it? Uh, yeah. On, on In this tournament, in the oh, Zozo, do, no. the Zozo Classic. No. Do I want him to? Yes, absolutely. But do I think this one? No. I don't. So, so the game that we always like to play, Tiger or the field? I... After round one, Tiger leading in Japan. You know, people love him. They like him more than Matsuyama or any of the other ones. Right, right. Do you think he'll do it? No, I'm taking the field. You're taking the field. I, I'm taking the field. I, I just don't know if... Tiger's body will hold up. I feel like he he came out hot, you know. He came out that, horrible, and then. Well, I mean, yeah, but first round he's leading at six under. So after the first three holes, he was nine under through, you know, the last fifteen. That's pretty solid. That is. That's a pretty solid showing. Um, I don't know. I do, I don't I don't feel like he can keep up that pace, and I don't think he's gonna pull away victorious now. Please do not confuse that with cheering against him because yeah. I will be on the Tiger train. Yeah. You'll, you'll be the first one to admit you're wrong if if he wins. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. Um, 
Now, my concern is is that I won't be able to watch very much of it because the final rounds, so tomorrow night and, uh, well, I shouldn't say tomorrow night, Friday and Saturday night are when they come on TV because it's, they're, whatever, how many hours ahead, 16 hours ahead or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's, he's on in like the middle of the night or late at night, I should say. Right. Um, I'm not a late night guy, Juan. No. It's concerning for me. Yeah, and it's not like the British Open or anything that you can wake up early right. and, and be watching. You know, how great yeah. would that be? A little Sunday morning, a little coffee. Yeah. Right? Waking up. Right. A nice, brisk um, October morning. Oh, it'd be perfect. And Tiger Woods is making the putt to win his 82nd PGA Tour win. Yeah. The Zozo Classic in Japan. Right. The Japanese are just all around him. I don't. Yeah. There's Godzilla. I know. I know. But that's what I'm saying. I like. I want him to win. I always want Tiger to win when he's playing. But I don't want this one to be the one where he ties the record. A because I won't be able to watch him do it. (laughs) And B because it's in Japan. Nothing against Japan and nothing against our courses or anything like that. But I mean, come on. Let's do it in America. Am I right? But I mean, I'm okay with him tying it there. When he wins, when he breaks. Okay. Sam Snead in okay. America. That yeah, that's true. Okay, right? that's that's I, I, fair. That's fine. He he can win number eighty two. Right. In Japan, that's fine. You know. Okay. Right. But number eighty three, gotta be there. America. America. In Augusta. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was gonna I was gonna go with Bay Hill or something. Right, because well, I was thinking a non-major, there. so like one that. No, like, we want it. What you don't want it to be at Augusta? There could yes, not be a I more fitting place for him to break the record. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, I, how fired up would you be? I mean, not a lot can top last year's. No. Win at Augusta, I. To this day, still, I'll still go back in time and watch that video. The best four minutes in sports. Yes, I watched it last week, and my wife asked why I was watching it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because it's amazing. It yeah. just I I cannot I cannot get enough of it. He's I, incredible. I mean, and the thing is, when I watch it, I'll watch it like two times in a row. <laughs> right. Sitting. Right. Because you always there's something that I will pick up from each time that I didn't notice before. Yeah. Um, yeah. I watch see who he hugs. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like who yeah. who the random people are. Right. Why does he decide to give high fives to some? Right. And then the others, he just kind of goes cold turkey. Right. And um, does he know everybody he's given a high five to and hugging? Or do you think somebody that got a hug in was just some rando and everybody's just so fired up he yeah. didn't care? Like, it, I, I, I do think about that. What is in the athlete's brain when they go um, decide to give high fives to people? Right. You know, like, how is, there, is it just random or do they just say, oh, kids, you know, you probably want to do kids, grow the game. Right, right. Some I, of that. <clears throat> well, his mindset's completely changed in the past, what, five years? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, before it was, he wasn't touching anybody. Um, but now, I, I don't know. But how could you not after that? Is it weird that we're still going back to an event in April? No, because when it was one of the greatest moments in sports history. I mean, that is, right now, it's like top one of the top moments. Yeah, no, I agree. Would you put I... that over being at... A UF national championship game. No. I'm watching that. No. But would you not put in it person. in? But 
a top three? Would you still put that moment as top three? Top five? Top, oh, yeah. Top three viewing, no doubt. As far as, like, on TV. It's hard to compare an in-person experience yeah. with, you know, on the television. As far as... Man, I don't know. that Florida winning the football and basketball national championships is... I don't know if that tops it. I, I can't say that tops it, yeah. but th- those are number one. This is one B. Yeah. I, I, I guess you would probably put it number one of at least recent times. I'd have to go back and remember viewing uh, yeah. of, of, of an experience of, of like a sports moment of viewing that you weren't there at. This is has to be in my top five. I... You know, things when I think back of like the biggest sports moments that I watched, um, you know, since even being a kid, I think of Mark McGuire breaking the home run record. Like that, yeah, I, I remember where I was, what I was doing. I remember being on the phone with my dad when it happened. Um, just weird things like that. It like the Tiger thing, you know, I'll never forget that. Um, especially now that I've watched it a hundred times, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Mark McGuire breaking the record. That's one of those things that always stick with me. This, the tiger thing will always skip with me, uh, stick with me, excuse me. Um, there are still certain events. We don't need to go through all of them, but yeah, this is one B. That's big. Yeah. That's big until you're at the masters and you watch tiger win. Right. 83. Man, I just. I don't know if I'd sleep for days if I was there and saw it in person. I would be so jacked up. I would probably have to take a good... I would run home from Augusta. Take a good (laughs) week off work. Yeah. But actually, no, I wouldn't. I would just go to work and talk about Tiger all the time. (laughs) Productivity would not be high the following week. I mean, that's when you'd want to be there. Yeah. Well... I don't know. Your your work environment's a little different than mine. Nobody would appreciate it at my work environment. Uh, no Tiger fans? No. Uh, all right. No. Sad day. Well, anyways, Tiger, we're rooting for you. We so, hope you win. So I got one quick question for you before we change topics. Did you watch or even care about the Skins match? Because that was this week in Japan, too. No, absolutely not. I completely forgot about it until <laughs> you just said something. Yeah, I, um, you know, they tried to hype this thing up big time. And maybe it was big over in Japan. I hope it was because it obviously helps grow the game. But, I mean, it was essentially a non event. If it wasn't for Twitter, I would have had no idea that it occurred. I, I have Twitter and I had no idea. Oh, it yeah. Occurred. Do you even know who won? Um, Y.E. Yang. <laughs> <laughs> so the participants Siwoo were Kim. Tiger Woods, Matsuyama was the Japanese representative, okay. Rory, and J-Day. Oh. So four different countries, uh, kind of all over the world. Obviously, you know, had to get somebody from Japan. Not that Matsuyama doesn't deserve to be there, but um, so out of those four, who do you think won? Matsuyama. J-Day. Really? Yeah. Yep. Won $220,000. To a charity or just like... I think it was a charity. Yeah. But anyway, sorry, I just had to toss that in there. Good for them. Nobody cares. Skins match. 
Right on. Skins event. That I used to love watching that growing up. That was a great event. Yeah. They need to bring that back. Well, I think they did, but what, not when it's in Japan and like have the people. Yeah, not, not when we can't watch it. I mean, I guess the Tiger Phil thing was kind of that. Yeah. But that wasn't. It was hyped up. The it wasn't as exciting. Right. Um, halfway, I guess you'd say halfway through or not, but it was hyped up. I feel like. But there's, there's just not a lot of players right now that could generate that same buzz. I don't know. I think if you throw Tiger in there, you got to get people that I feel like would be funny. Like, so it's mic'd up, it's live. People that would be, like Pat Perez would be great. Bubba Watson. Case. Bubba would be good because you don't know what the hell's going to come out of his mouth. Yeah. It would just a complete weirdo. Um See, Brooks wouldn't say a lot, so it'd be cut. Brooks and DJ wouldn't be no, good because they don't say anything. Right. I like watching them play. I don't want to listen to them. Although, I got to tell you, I, I'm becoming a bigger fan of Brooks the more interviews he does because he is 100% honest and doesn't give a rip what anybody thinks about. So what, what was it? I, wasn't there some um, – he talked a little trash recently to uh, Rory, didn't he? Well, they asked about he and Rory's rivalry, or some, you know, reporter said something about a rivalry with he and Rory, Uh and Brooks said, what rivalry? We don't have a rivalry. He hasn't won a major in five years, which is true. Like, it's not like they go back and forth or anything. Right. Um, But, you know, people obviously blow it out of force. I don't think he meant it as a slight to Rory. I think he was just being honest. Like, he hasn't won a major in five years, so how can you consider it a... It's so one-sided, right? Yeah. I I don't know. I think it's a fair argument. But he's the only one with the balls to say it, or dumb enough to say it. I don't know which one. Either way, I like it. Yeah, that'd be a good good fight. Rory versus Brooks. Brooks would pound him. Rory's Irish. You know, those Irish guys, they're... Don't give up. That's true. Brooks has to outweigh him by 30 pounds. Yeah, fat. <laughs> I don't know, but man. Let's, He's let's taller, taller, bigger. I, I'm i taking Brooks with that one. I'm going to go with the Irish. I mean, he's Irish. He, you don't know. Those, those, those guys are squirrely. They are squirrely. And he's, he's not a, just he's, Irish. He's Northern Irish. So they're even... Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. They like just shoot potato guns at each other. On the reg. Yeah, like, we both went to a Ryder Cup with Rory there, and when he gets into it, like, it's kind of, when he was really intense at that Ryder Cup with him and um, Patrick Reed going oh, out there, and he's he started fiery. yelling, yeah. like, yeah. it pumped me up. Yeah. Oh, I love Rory. Bit. Yeah. Yeah, please. I, I feel but, like I'm saying a lot of things where I've got to, like, yeah. you know, preface that I, I still like them. I love Rory. I just... Feel like if we're putting them both in a ring, you're going with you know. America. You're going with America versus the European. Of course I am. <laughs> of course. God. All right. So let's switch a little topics. Um, got a little golf um, talking. Let's talk about our favorite college football. Let's do it. Because we are past the halfway mark. Yeah. Right it's crazy. Right. It's it's almost over um, with it. So. We'll do a little Homer talk here for a little bit. Let's okay. talk about um, your Gators. Okay. 
and how they're doing. They're 7-1 right now, um, tied or either leading the SEC East. Don't remember. Um, had a good game against LSU, uh, but lost. You know, mm-hmm. lost uh, better than what the uh, – I don't know if it's better than the experts saw because uh, LSU covered the spread. They did cover the spread. Um, anyways, but what were, what were your thoughts after the LSU game? And what are your thoughts now in the bye week um, about Florida, the program, and Dan Mullen, quarterbacks, just anything, o- yeah. overall overall thoughts? So, first of all, I'm glad it's a bye week. I needed a break, physically and mentally and emotionally. Yeah, um, So, it's good timing, good timing. But I don't know if I've ever come out of a loss as a fan feeling so positive. Um, I think... Their performance at LSU was incredible. I thought they looked great. I don't feel like the score does justice on the game. I mean, with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, the Gators were in the red zone, you know, obviously with a great opportunity to score, down by seven points. Um, so they could have tied it or at a minimum kicked a field goal. And they throw an interception in the end zone. Um, LSU ends up scoring. So, you know, they lose by 14. But uh, my point being, they gave themselves an opportunity. And not just gave themselves an opportunity. They had a great opportunity to win it. And I just, LSU is a fantastic team. I I think they are really, really good. And uh, as we mentioned in the last podcast, that might be the most difficult place to play in that setting at LSU at night. Um, it's just brutal. I thought they, the Gators played great. Um, you know, and their performance against South Carolina, they looked horrible for the first half. It was horrible. But I just, I think that shows how good of a coach Mullen is because he will have bad quarters. And by he, the, the team can have bad quarters. He's not going to have a bad game. That's just not going to happen. Not with the talent that they have around him. It's so refreshing to... There is so much talent on the offensive side of the ball for the Gators. They have so many good playmakers, so many good receivers, so many good running backs. The line's not playing great, but it doesn't matter. They have a great coach that'll find ways to put in the playmaker's hands and a quarterback that can actually see the field, has some vision, can get the ball to these guys. It's it's exciting. I'm fired up, if you can't tell. Yeah. So you're you're kind of going with the moral victory, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, I I do. I I absolutely think that's a. I think it's a great loss. Yeah, I hate I hate saying that the the great loss, but I was I was kind of reminded of the 2015 McElwain's first year when um, UF went to LSU. And they had Will Greer had just been suspended mm-hmm. after the Ole Miss, you know, another game undefeated, um, big time matchup, Death Valley night, and you're like Treon Harris, you're scared, and all, and it was still like they lost by one touchdown. It was a very good game, right. just couldn't do it at the end. Um, and I think after that game, UF was just kind of thinking, you know, we're probably gonna see this team again in Atlanta. Right. Um, that that was kind of the the um, sentiment at that point. Um, 
I don't know. I think I think it was good. The defense was concerning. I'm so look. Um, Todd Grantham gives up big plays, right? So he gives up big plays um, at times, but I mean they didn't have their two best. Yeah, they couldn't get a good. People. Yeah, they couldn't get a good pass rush going. Um, so. So I, I will say that. Um, I I like Kyle Trask. The one thing I'll say the difference in Kyle Trask and Felipe, um, watching games is. Even when we're doing bad, I still have a calm sense about me. Like, you know, it's okay. We're right there. Um, we'll pull back, and and it'll be all right. And that he can shake it off and move on. With Felipe, if when he threw picks like that, I'm like, it's done. Like, right. he is over. He's just going to – it was mental, right? right. Like, you, you thought – there's no way he comes back from this. And, and, right. And he started showing some of that, but – you were just on edge the whole time and had no faith in Felipe that he could shake off like one or two picks and actually lead a good drive right. to come back. Right. So I'll say watching Kyle Trask is very good. I'm still cautiously waiting on, I guess he did it against LSU, but a real back-breaking pick because, from Kyle Trask because there has to be a reason why he was the backup. Do you, yeah, but you I mean, know, I, don't you feel like the LSU one was it? I mean, I mean that that yeah, wasn't. I still feel there's certain games that still in each game I feel like he's throwing a pick. Right. In in every in every game you're playing, that's kind of scary. And, and I don't know. See, I that doesn't concern me. And the reason it doesn't concern me is because throwing picks is one thing. Um, you know. Like with Felipe, if Felipe threw a pick, it would be because he threw the ball actually downfield and can't read a defense. You know, he's throw he throws ten screen passes or bubble routes or banana routes, and then he finally throws <laughs> down. Spider banana. <laughs> and then he finally throws downfield and you know throws a pick. Trask is, I mean, he's slinging it around the field. He's gonna throw interceptions. I'm okay with that now. They can't be timely interceptions, you know. You don't want them in bad spots, on bad downs, et cetera, et cetera. But whatever, that doesn't that doesn't bother me that much. Let let them sling it around. Let them sling it. Let them sling it. So, do you still like um, Florida? Beginning of the year, mm-hmm. um, I'll go. My my guesses were ten and two, um, maybe nine and three. You know, um, looking at the schedule, I thought. They would go one and one against Auburn and and LSU. They'd win one of those games, probably lose, and then they would lose to Georgia, and worse that and that's kind of how the season would be, right? Ten and two, worst case, um, nine and three because you'd have another random loss, either Kentucky, Missouri, or South Carolina. Right. right. Kentucky was a very close to being a loss, um, this year. Sure. As well. South Carolina, even though they were down, it really didn't feel like that'd be a loss. Um, so, uh, I guess the question would be, do you still like Florida to be 10-2? and two, Or do you, do you are, are you buying the hype that, you know, they're going to beat Georgia and, and just roll, steamroll their way to Atlanta? Well, so, uh, I, at the beginning of the season, I thought they were going to have three losses. At least, okay. I, I said I was Nine with three you on or eight or four. Yeah, yeah. I just you know you're gonna slip up. Now, 
Missouri scares the crap out of me. I agree that, with that game scares me. They're talented. They've got a good quarterback. We play at Missouri. Um, we look. We just never. We can't play well against Missouri. Yeah. For some reason, we just we can't. And that game scares me. So I feel like there's a slip up there. But I believe we're going to beat Georgia. Um, I. I honestly believe we're going to beat Georgia. You're you're buying the hype of Georgia being down the last couple weeks, and then that's their true self. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's hype though. I I don't. Georgia has not at at the beginning of the year. I felt like they gave me a false sense of man. They're really good, but if you watch them play, they're not that good, and um, their quarterback. Um, Jake Fromm. Fromm, thank you. He has regressed. I don't know what's going on, but I feel like the quarterback play isn't there. And if, you know, I think a team that's going to beat us like LSU, they're going to have a good quarterback to be slinging around the field. And especially if we don't have a pass rush. So if he's not playing well, I don't think George is going to beat us. Fair enough. That'll be good. So you like uh, you like Florida's chances to go to Atlanta? I do. I think Florida makes it to Atlanta. Nice. I would love to play LSU again in a neutral site. I don't... The, man, the West is so tough. I don't know if that's going to be the case. And now Tua's hurt in Alabama, so right. it's really LS, almost LSU's to lose. Oh, it definitely is. Well, I mean, they, they play Auburn this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, granted, I think they're like 13-point favorites against Auburn. Which is crazy, but um, you know, you still have Auburn. You still have uh, Bama. Um, do they still play A and M? No, they already beat A and M. Yep. Um, anyway, so but yeah, I, I like us. I let's go to Atlanta. Let's do it. Like it. I like it. So um, in the rest of college football, um, do you like? You still like Wisconsin? I do. I because. Wisconsin has a really good defense in a really good running game. Now, last week, that was a horrible loss. Trap game. Uh, it was. Um, I do like Wisconsin. Okay. Yeah. Wisconsin. I still think, I'd be curious to see Ohio State. You know, they're really the team that's just been blowing everybody out. Feels like they haven't been tested. Um, you know, it's funny you say that. I thought the same thing. Like, I don't feel like they really have been tested. Um, and I've played a good schedule, but they've have apparently they have like one of the most difficult strength of records or something. But I mean, you literally listen to who they played: FAU, Cincinnati, Indiana, Miami of Ohio, Nebraska, Michigan State, and Northwestern. Literally, none of those teams are any good. None of them. Yeah. So, I I don't know. I. I think it's going to be a, a wake-up call for Ohio State. I would not be surprised if Wisconsin won. Okay, fair enough. So here's a here's a question I saw um, on the Twitter sphere um, this week, and it got me to thinking a little bit. Um, who are the coaches? Uh, Adam Reardon put this out there, and he said, who are the two best five-plus-year college football coaches who don't have a national title. Right. Um, and, and the reason he did put the five-plus years is 
you want to take out the Lincoln Rileys and um, the Kirby Smarts and, and some of these, you know. Ryan Day or whatever his name yeah, is. Yeah, Ryan Day guys. I mean, the guys who are just right there. Right. Having. We want two of the, some of the experienced coaches. Two of the people he threw out there were Dan Mullen and um, Penn State James James Franklin, Franklin right. Um, who else uh, would you like, do you think is good in that category? Well, it's a good coach. Yeah, I mean, I think Tom Herman has to be included. I, you know, he made a decent, not even a decent, I would say subpar program. Uh, great, you know, out in Houston. Um, I think he's doing good things at Texas. I don't think Texas is a powerhouse. Yeah. But he's doing good things. Um, you know, obviously, I, I think it's funny Harbaugh's not even in the mix anymore. He's True. just, I, I don't know. I guess he, he could be up there. I mean, he's a good coach. I You have to include Peterson, Chris Peterson, yeah. in there. I mean, the fact that... He's been to a playoff. Yeah, and he's, I mean, taken, he's working with programs that... You know, Boise State, he established the program mm-hmm. and made them a legit program. Washington was a dumpster fire before he came in. I mean, they were horrible. Yeah. Um, he's got to be in there. Um, Brian Kelly. Yeah. What about Brian Kelly? He's been a coach no. for more than five years. He's gone to a national championship game. He's, I don't know if he has made it to the playoff. He, no. Uh, Notre Dame no, hasn't, they, but they didn't. I mean, no. See, I, I take relevant. all the other guys over. Notre Dame's relevant because they're Notre Dame. I would say he's no. I he's if you've taken your team to the college football play. I mean, to the a national championship game, and you've been coaching for that long without it. You, you des- I mean, you deserve to be up there. Ninety nine non Notre Dame fans. 99% of America knew they shouldn't have been there. And they got just boat raced. I mean... Okay. What about Mark D'Antonio? No. From Michigan State. He took them to a playoff. Underachiever. They haven't been to a playoff. Yeah, they won one year. Because they won the Big Ten title one year against... Uh, Are you sure? Against uh, Ohio State, they beat them. I don't know. He's they got crushed by Alabama. Um... He's a like good coach. Points. He's a good coach, and and I'm not saying Brian Kelly's a bad coach. I just no, I I don't think they've. I I think these other coaches have done way more of way less. Especially Brian Kelly. Yeah. You know who could be included in there is Herm Edwards. Herm. I, he has turned that program around quickly. He has. Herm, I take Herm over Brian Kelly um, or D'Antonio. See, I, uh, D'Antoni, whatever the heck his name is. I don't know. Uh, the Herm experience, it's good, but I don't know if he's gonna get these all these good players and. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, although I would tell you, if I'm a recruit going to Scottsdale in Arizona State, that'd be hard to turn down. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's true. Sign me up. Well, um. Not to go back on the Georgia rain, but remember a while ago we had a conversation on um, Kirby Smart. 
Right. And how I thought that he is Mark Rick Jr. Correct. Right. I think Kirby Smart, good recruiter, not that great of a coach. Right. Um, do you want to know the starts of Rick and Smart in Georgia? I've, that for you? I've, I've seen this, so but let's enlighten our listeners. Well, I know. Um, Rick, the first four years. In 2001, he started 8-4. and four. Then he went 13-1 and one and won the SEC. Then he went 11-3 and three and came in second in the SEC. And then he started 5-1 in 2004. Right. Kirby Smart, 8-5. and five. Similar records. Second year, won the SEC, went to the National Championship game, 13-2. 2018, 11-3, came in second in the SEC. This year, 5-1. and one. Mm-hmm. Numbers don't lie. Yeah, but they don't tell the full story either. What What is the full story, Kyle? The full story is, number one, uh, your boy... Um, Kirby? Or no, Mark? Mark. Did not have Bama on the other side. The West was not what it was. He wasn't coaching against Saban or, ba- or Bama every year. The fact that Kirby has beat them and earned his way... Kirby is not beating Bama. Yeah, he has. When? Kirby didn't beat Bama for the SEC championship? No. Who did he beat? Auburn. Are you sure? In a rematch. Uh, that might be true. It, it is true. Okay, maybe the that's The first true. year, they got killed by Auburn at Auburn. Right. Then they played Auburn in the that's SEC right. championship. That's rematch. So, either way, he lost last year in the SEC championship game to Bama. Yep. So, Rick never had that to play against that. They played against a really good LSU team. Nah, it's just not the same. I there's no SEC team you can compare to this Alabama. It was Nick Saban's LSU team. I but I I understand <laughs> it was Saban, but it's not the same. I, this Alabama program, you cannot compare the LSU program to Alabama's program right now. Alabama's program got killed by Clemson. They killed. won five national championships in like an what eight years, nine years. All I'm know. saying is, Kirby. So what? But that doesn't. How does that make Kirby bad though? Like Did you say, Mark Rick was a good coach. Mark Rick was there for how many years? Just because you compare like the first couple of years, that doesn't mean that that's what that Kirby's gonna end up doing the exact same thing that Rick did. Okay. Well. So I, Rick started strong, but then just com- he was a complete underachiever they got rid of him for a reason and i think kirby could be as well because he could from what i've seen he's very good recruit i think the difference is he's a very very good recruiter right and but not a great coach so until he maybe finds either some better assistance or or changes something i think they will underachieve and they might i mean this is his first go at being a head coach so you know, it can go one of two ways. He either continues to underachieve. He's not the best head coach. He's more of a coordinator and recruiter. Um, or he learns and gets better, which that scares me because Gators are in the East. And I don't want to play that every year. You do, though. You want I want them to be something. good. And then you I don't want you them want to be Florida dominant. to be good, too. Yeah, but I don't want Georgia to be dominant. I want them to be good. That's what I want. I want to beat them every year. Obviously. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So, um, 
You still like uh, right now? Who's your top four? In the playoffs. The playoffs started right Ooh, now. LSU's number one, um, and the fact that people argue against that is mind-boggling to me. Still putting in Bama. What's two, that? You're still putting in Bama with two out. Um, I'm not putting in Bama right now. I don't. I think them in Ohio State. You gotta. I don't know. Show me something. Give me something. Do something. I'll put in Bama just because I know they're that good. I'm not putting in Clemson. I'm putting in Oklahoma. Jalen Hurts looks strong. And I think I'll put in Penn State. What? Yeah. Penn State? Yeah. Yeah. Back-to-back weeks. Um, you're playing Iowa at Iowa. Oh, and then you tough. turn around and play Michigan. It's oh. two ranked teams. I don't know any other team um, up there that's beat two ranked teams in back-to-back weeks, one on the road. They're undefeated. Oh, Kyle. See, I would go LSU, Clemson. Um, I think Clemson's just bored. Clemson's that may be true, right but they're now. still playing like crap. doesn't matter. They're still they're the champs, and they have a great quarterback. Um and Who, until he doesn't, he hasn't looked great. Doesn't matter. He'll look great when they need him to be. You're probably right. I'm not saying I, I disagree right. with that. I, this is my right now. Okay. So right now I'm going Clemson, LSU, Oklahoma, and my fourth would be Ohio State. So I've got a question for you because this scenario theoretically could play out. Yeah. Probably. Let's say we get an undefeated SEC team, okay. whether it's Bama or LSU. Mm-hmm. Let's say we get an undefeated Big Ten team, whether it's Ohio State or Penn State. Yep. Okay. Let's say we get an undefeated Big 12 team, which is Oklahoma. Okay. Yep. Let's say Clemson goes undefeated. Yep. Those are your top four. Okay. But you theoretically could have other one-loss teams in there, in the mix. Like who? You could have Notre Dame in there. Nope. You could have Oregon in there. Nope. Lost to Auburn. Auburn, irrelevant, already has a loss, and they would have to have, at that point, they would have two losses minimum to, which would be a Florida and LSU or a Florida and Bama loss. Okay. So you're saying that no matter what... A Pac-12 team will not be in the... What about a one-loss SEC team over an undefeated Clemson? No. I still Clemson holds too much weight. They've already proven that they've taken the best team in college football in the last five to ten years. Their Um, schedule is really, really bad. Oh, yeah. They don't play a ranked... I think they've only played one ranked opponent. They they played one which was A and M and they played them at home and A and M's getting waxed by the SEC right now. Yeah. And that is the only ranked team that they will play. Yeah. I. Man, I have a hard time rewarding people for that. I mean, think about Bama though. Their schedule is not much better. Dude, yeah, but they're gonna play Auburn. They're gonna play LSU. If we're gonna give, if we're gonna give them, if we're gonna give Clemson credit for playing A and M, you gotta give Bama credit for playing A and M. You know, I mean, 
you, you can't say that Bama's schedule is just as bad as Clemson's. It's pretty bad. Who are their two? Who's the other Bama team that they play from the East? They play Tennessee each year. They play Tennessee every year. Um, I wonder I'm not sure who they play this year. Else. I can find out. Let me do my research. Maybe it's Kentucky. South Carolina. Oh, oh yeah, they already played them. Beat them down. Those. Beat them down. No, I I don't see Clemson being left out if they go undefeated. I don't I don't either, and I'm not saying they should. I'm just it, it's a scenario that could in fact play out. No, it could. No, I'm saying my my point being there being four undefeated teams and then a couple one loss teams right behind Clemson. You know what some and, people say um, is what if Florida won out and then beat a Bama or LSU and. Oh, they'd be in. You'd think so? Yes, because you have a top 10 win against Auburn, you'd have a top 10 win against Georgia, and you'd have a top 10, 10, top 10 win against whomever you play in the SEC championship. That's three top 10 wins? I don't care if there's 18 undefeated teams in front of you. Yeah. You don't leave that out. I like it, but that may or may not happen. You know, still a lot of football left. I'm not holding my breath. A lot of football left. A lot of football left, so um, we'll see. Kyle, let's get a little funky here on lightning round time. Let's do it. All right, so uh, I'm going to kick it off here with us. USA, soccer. Okay, first of all, before this is a soccer question. So before we talk a little bit about soccer, can we just do a cheers out there for our friend Alex Morgan? No. She's pregnant, Kyle. I know. You should be happy for her. No. Why? I'm not happy for her. Don't do it. Is this because she's not going to be? She might not play in the next World Cup because of this. She's officially off the market. Number one, and number she, two, she, this is going to affect her soccer career in a <laughs> negative way. I don't like it. That's selfish. Selfish. Cheers, Alex Morgan. I'm not C- doing congratulations it. Congratulations. Maybe, maybe. Let's just think about this. Do you think she'll still have really good Instagram videos like? After no. the World Cup. No. Once you have a kid, things change, man. It changes you. Not necessarily for the worse. It just it changes you. You'll, you're just not the same person you Not are. the same person. I, I'm not happy about it. And I'm not going to hide my feelings. And I'm not going to apologize for it. <laughs> Kyle. Alex. Alex, we we congratulate you. No, on, we don't. Juan does. On the birth of your I first child. It hasn't been born yet. <laughs> Oh Got a long goodness. way to go. Enjoy okay. that pregnancy while you're trying to play. Okay. A- anyways, my real question was about men's U.S. soccer. Okay. And they just played Canada and lost. Yes. They lost to Canada, our yes. neighbors up north, for the first time since 1985, Kyle. You weren't even born in 1985, <laughs> 1985 when they last lost. 
do you think it's time to fire the coach? Are you on the bandwagon of this is horrible? We're we need a panic fire coach. U.S. USA soccer stinks. Or you know what? Let's give them time. Let's let's figure this out. I don't think if you fire the coach, that's fine. But you you've got to overhaul the entire system if you do that. I don't think firing the coach is the answer. It's it starts with training, recruitment, development. I mean, it's it is a process, and other countries that have a dedicated. I mean, it is a massive organization to get your soccer program where it needs to be, and we just don't have that. So no, I don't think you fire the coach unless you're willing to overhaul everybody, which that I'm okay with. You're okay with a complete overhaul? Complete. I'm talking top down. It. It's just, it's bad. It's a mess, man. It's horrible. And it's not like there's not talent out there. There's talent. Um, but, man, it's it's not good. It's not pretty. I do think a complete overhaul would probably take a significant amount of money invested in that, though, right? Yeah, but that's so? So what? The money's there. They make a ton of money. Don't worry about that. If you have a good program, you're going to make a ton of money. Yeah. Fire them all. Fire them all. Get rid of them all. Got it. Fire sale. All right, Juan, World Series has started. Um, we Two games are in the books. Mm-hmm. The Nats have won 2-0, both games in Houston. My question to you, is there any chance Houston can come back and win this series? Of course. There's there's a chance out there. Now, there's been like only three teams ever to come back from a 2-0 lead. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think the last team was the Yankees when they beat the Braves. But um yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it out. I still think I think the Nationals are a team of destiny, if you wanna say. You know, you lose Bryce Harper. Right. You, best, you barely make the playoffs. Right. And now, you know, they're they just took out Houston's best two pitchers. I mean yeah. Garrett Cole supposed to hadn't lost in like I don't know, twenty games or However long. Yeah. Um, Verlander. Now Verlander was a little success, you know, uh, back and forth, but still, I mean. Yeah. That game. Yeah. No, I agree. I I would have bet if I was a betting man, I'd have bet everything I had that Houston would win one of those games at home. So I'm shocked. I think the Nats are in. I think they win in six. In six. And six. Yeah. Selfishly, I want the Astros to win um, because I did make a bet before. The playoffs started. Um, Houston or the field? I took Houston. Oh, okay. Um, just because, I mean, it's theirs to lose, right? You when you have Garrett Cole, Verlander, Grinky, you think it lights out, right? But not the case. No, apparently not. Not the case. Um, Kyle, my question to you is uh, a little bit about Tiger Woods. We didn't get to talk about this earlier. But Tiger Woods came out and said he is writing a memoir. Yes. And it'll be called Back. Yes. How pumped up are you about that book? Will you buy multiple copies? Yeah, it's funny you asked that question because the day that was released, or the statement, um, that immediately went on my Christmas list, and my sister's buying it for me. So She already told you. Yeah, already told me. 
I don't care. It's the best Christmas present I'm going to get this year. When does it come out? It already comes out this year? I think it comes out before uh, Christmas, right? I mean, I think it's... So he's already written it? I think the book is written, right? I think it's just... It has to include the Masters, though, right? I don't know. I don't know. If if it doesn't, I'm burning it. (laughs) Oh, I I was under the impression it was already complete, um, but that it's just being released in, in a month or two. Are you sure it's being released? In no, a month or two? I'm not. Do you think maybe he's just it's starting still, to write it in a month uh, or two? Uh, I don't know. I feel like no. Why would you? I don't think people release that they're writing a book, right? Tiger does whatever he wants. Yeah, that he I'm does. Just saying, we I, know that. I'm just saying it's got to include something from the Masters because if not, it's just garbage. No, absolutely. I. Look, if I get it next year in July, it's still going to be the best gift I've ever received. Maybe it's all about his actual back and his problems. He would do something like like that. Back. No, but I thought like it's just about all his surgeries. Just 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 a medical (laughs) journal (laughs) of all his surgeries. Man, that would be good. No, I think in his statement he was saying, you know, there's been a lot of books written about me, articles, et cetera, et cetera. None of them have ever, you know, interviewed me. This is the first one where it's going to be through my mouth. It's yeah. going to be filled with lies. I can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, you're, you're probably going to get a little headlight for, like, when you're sleeping in your bed, oh, bed room, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. read it every night. I so Story time with, what, your, with your kids. I, you Tiger's going to win the Masters with me being there to break Sneed's record. I'm not going to sleep, so what I'm going to do is just open that book and just power through it. It's going to be great. I'm going to be on a tiger high for seven days. Do you think you'll read that kid, read that kid, read that book to your kids? Yeah. Before they go to bed? Absolutely. Story time? Yeah. Absolutely. They need to know. They need to know. Cut out some cuss words in that, though. Well, I don't know. He's got kids. I don't know. You think? Uh, Yeah. I, I... I, I like it. I'm I'm super excited. I do want to buy it. But Tiger, you know, he's still playing. He's leading the Zozo Open right That's now. That's true. You he's know? leading the Zozo. Like, I, I feel like he's going to have to write another one. Yeah. He'll After do he another breaks one, man. Because what's going to happen, he's going to burn through a billion dollars in the next 20 years. And he's going to be like, you know what? I need some money. Time to write a book. Got to make some money. And I'll buy it. And I'll read it. And I'll love it. Can't wait. Yeah, any book that Tiger writes, even if it's like a ten-page coloring book, yeah, if it's a kid's book, yeah, absolutely, (laughs) first one in line, yeah, sign me up. All right, Juan. So I saw a tweet, uh, this I think it was this week, and from the Florida Gators AD Scott Strickland. What if I told you there was a top ten public university that was also the only school in the nation? with both its football and men's basketball teams ranked in the AP Top 10. Is that impressive this time of year to be to have both your football and basketball team in the Top 10? Yes, for football. For basketball, semi, like just preseason rankings, but got to wait a little longer. Right. January is when it matters. <laughs> No doubt. It, it definitely matters in January. This is the most excited I've been about the Gators basketball team in a long time, though, with the recruits that they've got. Pretty yeah. fired up. 
Yeah, they're actually, I think uh, the poll had them in number six yeah, in correct. the nation. Yes. So uh, I do have a counter question to that. Um, Sweet 16 or bus for Mike White? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Like that. All right. Um, a last question to you is Alex Smith has had, you know, he's out this year, got hurt. Um, he's reported he had 17 surgeries, Kyle. Right. On one leg. Yeah. How many more surgeries is that than you've had? <laughs> um, uh, well, I've never been asleep in a surgery. I mean, what do you consider surgery? Like, do wisdom teeth count? I guess. Have you what bone? Have you ever broken a bone? I've broken my nose. I mean, I've had my eyelid cut open. They've had to take stuff out of my eyelid like three or four times. But again, I'm awake for it. You know? 17 that's 17 but okay on so one leg yeah. like how is that possible but see and I don't know th- that number can be skewed because he can consider a surgery like what we're just talking about like okay they like I go to a little outpatient clinic they cut something out of my eye right well okay are they draining his knee and they count that as a procedure you know surgery I I'm sure he's had multiple legitimate serious surgeries to save his life and to save his leg, 17 just seems like a lot. Yeah, fake num- fake news or real Fake news? news. Fake news. I'm sorry about your leg, Alex Smith. I hope you have a comeback, but don't lie to me. Follow-up question. What you said, comeback. Does he ever play in, a, in the NFL again? Great question. Yes, I think he plays, but it's literally like, one year as a backup he gets signed by a team that I mean he's there to help groom the quarterback of the future I think that's the scenario okay fair enough yep uh my last question for you very simple both the Bengals and the Dolphins 0-7 the only real in-depth NFL question of the night uh which team has a better chance of going defeated all year not winning the game Bengals or Dolphins Dolphins sure love it I mean, not the Red Rocket, huh? I don't know if Andy Dalton even plays the whole, the rest of the year. I mean, the Dolphins have already switched like <clears throat> quarterbacks. <laughs> They're a joke, man. Uh, every every other game, but yeah. They're th- the whole AFC, by the way, East garbage. Not the Bills. The Bills are legit, man. They've got a legit defense. You think so? Yeah, I do. I, I'm a believer in the Bills. They've played some crappy teams. I think the Bills make the playoffs. You're going on record saying that right now? I, I'm saying it right now. Bills make the The AFC's not strong this year, man. Okay. Not because I think they're a great team. AFC, lock it up. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll try again next time. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. And uh, make sure you follow us on the uh, Twitter sphere, rate us, like us, do your thing.